This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 150. Hey, thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy this episode. So here's the thing. If you want some help setting up your marketing, specifically installing the tools and a system that continually brings in extra listings and sales, we're now accepting private clients. And if we make the decision to work together, you'll be getting proven ideas, an abundance of resources, and some bankable accountability. If you head over to topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private, you'll find a short letter where I share more about the kind of agents we're looking to work with in our private client group. So if you think we might be a fit, I've included a short form so I can learn a bit more about your business and we can set up a time to talk personally. Once again, that's topagentsplaybook.com forward slash private. Thanks so much and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. The real estate technology invasion is well underway with tech giants and startups everywhere trying to force their way between the agent and the seller. In fact, I believe the changes we're seeing and about to see represent the greatest shift in the real estate industry as billions of dollars continue to fuel an ever-growing number of direct-to-consumer startup businesses competing with you for the attention of property sellers and buyers. I don't really see there's anyone to blame here and not all startups succeed, but those that do are going beyond disruptor status to change the way real estate is being bought and sold. The simple fact is that if you throw enough money at something, then sooner or later, you'll get traction. There was a time not so long ago when the real estate agent's role was purely transactional. You won the listing, you found a buyer, you negotiated a contract, said sayonara, and hoped the seller would call you if they ever needed to sell again. Today, agents looking to stay relevant and compete against the Zillows, Redfins, Open Doors and iBuyers are left with little choice but to broaden their range of services to go well beyond the transaction and oversee and guide their clients through the complete buying and selling experience. Phoenix, Arizona is an affluent desert city of 1.7 million people and the sprawling suburbs with high real estate turnover are a popular proving ground for the next big thing. Staying relevant and staying in business in Phoenix is easier said than done, so smart agents are looking for ways to increase market share, build relationships, and go way beyond the transaction. If you've listened to any of my shows before, you'll know my real estate success formula is all about attracting the attention of consumers, and I'm talking about anyone in your community with a pulse, and continually providing relevant and valuable communication. So when the time comes to sell, They reach out to you instead of the app on their phone. In today's episode, we're going to connect with one Phoenix agent who's seen the writing on the wall and is making moves to attract his own local market traffic. And the good news for us is that he's ready and willing to share everything he knows and his mantra makes sense. When you look for ways to be more than just about the transaction, good things can happen. And wait until you hear what he's doing. I know many of you like to listen to some episodes more than once because there's so much gold. I think this might be one of those. All that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, 
online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Well, Kenny Klaus, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. How are you doing? Man, incredibly great. Uh, thank you and appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you for your time. How's things in uh, Arizona? Tell me a little bit about your area and your team and your numbers. What are you doing? Man, things are, uh, things are crazy out here. Technology has come in and uh, for whatever reason, I think it's because of the, the type of homes we have out here and the turnover rates, but technology has come full force. You know, it started with with Open Door and then every instant offer program and trade-in program and discount brokerage and um, I mean, highly, highly competitive. I've been dealing with it for uh, about, well, four and a half years now or so. And um, at first it was kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, no big deal. And then all of a sudden momentum and now it's really changing the landscape of you know, the conversations even in real estate here in Arizona. So, um, I mean, we've got to do, you know, a lot of transactions. Uh, our average sales price is just under 300 right now which is up a lot from where we were. So it's still not, not bad. Um, but a lot of track homes, which I think make that very attractive to these instant offer programs. What's a track um, home? So just, you know, you're uh, a subdivision, basically a builder comes in. A track. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Versus, um, you know, I, when I teach on farming, cause I do a lot of geographic farming, a lot of cities you go to they're you know, spread out custom homes. Everything's yeah. a little different here. We'll have, you know, 1700 homes in one subdivision we'll have you know 15,000 homes actually in one of the new subdivisions which would be the biggest but a lot of um we're a lot of the same builders same models you know stucco tile roofs you know pretty pretty solid properties and that's why i think that a lot of them have come here because of the affordability um of course we have california next door which drives a lot yeah. of people to arizona just based on cost of living now now I I don't know I don't know Arizona I've been there quite a few times I know Phoenix I know Scottsdale my favorite little town in the world is Flagstaff and of course you got Sedona where are you So we are uh, just east of Phoenix so we call it like the Southeast Valley I got which you. Would be, uh, Mesa like Gilbert Tempe yep. so we kind of border Scottsdale South Scottsdale so just just yep. east of the airport basically Okay okay massive um, tell me about uh, can you give me um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, in terms of sales in your last 12 months, what sort of gross commission? Um, so we're trending for the year about three and a half million in GCI, uh -huh. um, up in about the 575 transaction sides. And so um, we were down a little bit last year, just adjusting to kind of the iBuyer and, and losing some of our listings to them and are really rebounding pretty strong this year and trending, trending in a much better direction. Because we kind of have a a plan now, a, a better attack on, um, you know, how to stay involved in the transaction. Technology is trying to get in between us and the client. It is. That's a great way to put it, actually. And we had to figure out a way, and, and it's really, it, it sounds so, it's so fundamental, and yet we get so caught up in the next gadgets and gimmicks yep. that just relationship-based um, value add, which is going to be a really overplayed word in the, in the, in the months and years to come, but it's really forcing us all to step up our game, which in the end is, is good for those that are professional and it's good for the consumer. It's just, 
your messaging has to change. And I think too many of us, you know, we get on forums and bitch about things that are going on and say things. And yet, how often are we really, you know, connecting with our database and really being the the guide, the real estate guide? Yeah. Instead, we're letting those commercials from the iBuyers and other people talk to our database. And then we act like either they don't exist or we talk down about them instead of embracing it and saying, yeah, that's a, you know, if you do a video or messages to your database and just talk about what's happening in the market, this iBuyer thing is, it's a great tool. We tell us about, tell us about iBuyer because that's, that's a word that snuck into the vernacular in the last, <laughs> I think in the last six months. And I mean, maybe I've been under a rock, but I'm, I'm hearing it a lot now. Is well, it's it, because they're growing. Is it a, it's obviously a product, is it? It's a company. So you've got Open Door, for example, OfferPad. Uh -huh. You've got several other small ones. Then you've got Zillow now who entered the market, which, yep. you know, of course, they've already got the eyeballs. And so you, now you check out your house, you hit get an instant offer, and they send you out an offer. And the interesting thing is, you know, we've always had retail and wholesale. And wholesale didn't appeal to most people because, you know, it could be 16, 18, 20% under market. And so it was a, a handful of people that would choose that route. With these guys, they've kind of come in the middle of that, and they could be anywhere from as low as 6% to, you know, maybe as high as 9 or 10% on their how, fee. How does it work? I don't get how it works. Can you just so explain how iBuyer works? I'm sorry. Yeah, so basically, but yeah. you just submit your address with a few pictures, and okay. within about 24 to 48 hours, they give you a cash offer. You pick the closing date, no showings. Uh, they still do an inspection, but you okay. can either just give them a credit or fix it, and they've really – they've what they've done is they've come in, and this is what makes us had to take a look under the hood of our business is what are the pain points that the client is going through and selling a house is a huge pain point, right? I mean, you got to get it ready. You yep. have to have showings, people coming through your house. Are they really qualified? Are they going to close on time? They've eliminated all of that for a convenience fee. And sometimes that fee, quite honestly, is very close to retail market value. So it's very hard. but what we've had to do is find a way to stay in the transaction, still represent them. And then ultimately, obviously, if they're buying, we got the buy side. But it's really just, in a nutshell, they're just a buyer. So, they truly are a buyer in the market. So iBuyer is stealing your business. So they're, they're trying to get to the client and say, why would you go through the hassle of selling? Okay. Just, just well, we'll give you a cash offer. I, I got a question. I'm in Tempe. You're in, in your neck of the woods. Um, I understand that there's no recommended retail on real estate. Why the heck would I? Why the heck would I settle for a first offer and some kind of convenience? Wouldn't I want to maximize my price? Wouldn't I want to hire Kenny Klaus and get a great result? I'm you confused. So you would think right. so, right? It's. I mean, I'm sorry. Are these people stupid? Well, are these sellers not, stupid. When when you look at equity in a house, if you really think about it, people look at equity almost like chips in Vegas. Like when you go to Vegas, they don't give you dollars to play with. You give you chips because yeah. it removes the emotion. Yeah. Equity is almost not, it's just, it's almost like free money to people sometimes. They made the money, hey, for seven grand less than what we could sell it for, or 10 grand less, we'll just, we don't have to show the house. You know, my husband travels, we got pets, like you've got, I mean, you've got, so it's, it's that convenience um, just like people pay more for coffee than they would if they made it themselves. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I hear you. I'm just, you know what? I'm a huge advocate. I wrote a book years ago that's still um, a bestseller on Amazon called How to Sell Your Home for More. And I always defend the seller's right to get a, to get a great result. Uh, it's why I think real estate 
agency as a profession is never going to go out of style. You can bring in all the companies you want. Um, but I see this happening regularly, Kenny. Uh, property sellers are selling too cheap because the system um, fluffs them over, to put it kindly. Um, and I think if you've got that relationship and you can connect with somebody, you can show your seller how to get I mean, you, 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 we're not talking two and three and four grand here. I see some of these properties are undersold by twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars. No doubt, right? And I don't disagree. What I what I said earlier is I think two things. One is our skill set is going to have to improve. We have yep. to be better leaders um, or better uh, advocates or, or guides for our clients, okay. and we have to be solution based. Like I had to come into your house and say, "Here's the things we need to do to get it ready." And I have all those resources and we can get them paid at closing. We can handle all of this so that we net you $14,000 more. Does that sound good? And I think the other thing that we've been talking about is having some visual representation of what yeah. that money looks like. Yeah. Because when you picture a family in Cancun for a week vacation, or you picture how many cups of Starbucks coffee that is, or paying down a student loan, or just putting that in your bank for savings, it, it reminds them and gets back to the emotion of, how much money you could be leaving on the table. Gotcha. But a lot of agents don't have those resources. And that's why I say, I think agents are going to have to get better to compete and they're going to have to use technology as a tool. Otherwise they're going to become the tool of technology. Yeah. And yeah. I really believe that you have to, you're going to have to step up what your value proposition is to a client. It can't be just a Christmas card or an annual movie event. It's going to have to be more. And it's yeah. and we're gearing towards is more of the home maintenance experience because yeah. we've sold them this asset and the reminders we need to be doing for us out here is you know twice a year to have your ac tuned up and serviced and get ready should you drain your water heater have you changed your smoke detector batteries yeah. um it's time to get an inspection because it's been a couple of years you could have some slipped roof tiles or yeah. you know some issues and really talk i so my ultimate goal what i've been kind of saying lately is my goal is no longer to have a, a relationship with you ray it's to have a relationship with your house. And if okay. I have a good enough relationship with your house, I'll get you. Yep. But if I call you and ask how your family vacation was or just try to make that whole Ford conversation, um, I don't know if there's enough value there to not make them wander somewhere else. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Well, let's, you've kind of just described the compass model as well. Um, and that's what those guys are doing. They're, uh, they're going in and, the, and they're saying to the seller, hey, you know what? We're going to rebuild your kitchen. We're going to we're going to rip up that crappy carpet. We're going to repaint. We're going to resurface the garage. We're going to do the garden. Uh, it's probably going to cost sixty, seventy, a hundred grand, but we're going to finance it and we'll take it at closing. Yep, and that and that's why I'm saying the market is adapting to technology and yep. how they can how you can maximize dollars. And I think that you know we've been doing that for years as consulting with our clients and helping them get their home ready to go to market. I yep. we do two two workshops a month at our office, our homeowner workshops. We just had to really enhance that, but be more vocal um, to our audience. Make sure yeah. that they know that we have an iBuyer program, that we go get all those offers for them, put it in a side-by-side -side comparison of what retail would look like, and then let them decide. And gotcha. we're truly the only ones representing the consumer. Yeah. Everyone else has their best interest. We're the only ones who can play with everyone. We're, like, we're kind of like um, uh, a platform, if you will, that yeah. we can plug all those into but we're not loyal to any of them except our fiduciaries to our client. Gotcha, gotcha. I heard, um, and it's fresh in my mind, I, I had a great session uh, with Gary Vaynerchuk last Thursday here in Toronto. Uh, and I, I mean, I wrote down a heap of quotes, but one thing that stuck with me is that, 
you know, human beings don't change, but platforms do. And, and that's never been more evident than at the moment, has it? I mean, there's so much going on. And I, I, guess, I guess a business like yours, you'd be, you'd be having a massive focus on building your database of contacts. Well, and that's it. And so when you build that data, we all have it. Yep. And that's the thing we, I mean, typically as an industry, we pay the least attention to, but gives us the highest yield. Yeah. Now we are just having to really go, what is the value that we're delivering to that database? Because yep. at the end of the transaction, I need them, I need to be able to answer the question. Yep. Could they have done that with or without me? Yeah. And if it's with me, then I'm, I'm good. I'm doing the right things. If it's yep. they could have done it without me, and I think agents showing up to closings, I think, Agents have to be along the side all the way through the process so they feel like they had, it's like going to court. If I had the greatest attorney and he said, hey, I've reviewed the case, you're all good. I'm not going to be able to make it to court that day. You'd be like, what? And I think that <laughs> we have to understand we've got to finish these transactions. But the closing is really just the beginning. That's just yeah. now you acquire the asset. Now here's what we're going to do to help keep it perpetually maintained and in touch so we keep up with your values. But more importantly, the condition so that when you go to sell it someday, I almost have a certified house for you yeah. because we prove the maintenance on it. I love it. I think, I love I think it. that's I think that's the addition, and it's more work, quite honestly. Probably of course, for, it is for less dollars overall because of the pressure from technology. But if we want to be relevant, I think there's going to be bigger market share for those who adapt and adapt quickly. But but hundred percent. But you're in this beautiful situation now here in 2019, um, where you know you, that you made that comment before. You, you know you got to look for ways to add value, which is what you're doing. Um, but you've got the ability to leverage so much awesome tech as well. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We just have to be careful not to become the the tool of tech and use tech as a tool. And what I mean is, know how to use it. Understand mm -hmm. these companies. Like if you haven't got on their websites and researched them and understood it, that's your fault because your yeah. customer is. Yeah. And you better be able to sit in a room and talk about knock and open door and offer pad and zillow and all the different varieties yeah because the good thing is with technology is they continue to confuse the industry yeah. and confuse the consumer when there's so many choice it gets them overwhelmed and that's where we have the opportunity to go back guys no problem i got this i know yeah. all these different companies i work with them all let me show you the best route for your situation you're gotcha. an investor and your house just got empty and it's going to take couple of times, a little bit to get ready, go on the market. It may take 60 days before we close. You've lost two months of rent. Hey, this instant offer might actually make sense for you. And there's yep. certain times when it's it's a great tool. Yep. It's a okay. Great tool to have as an agent, because now we can market the idea of, you know, we used to have guaranteed sale. Now we can market the idea of guaranteed offer. Like we can yep. get you a guaranteed offer, you know, assuming the buy box that they're in and, and, and that. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I love that. So let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Um, uh, in fact, let's unpack it a lot. If you're keeping in touch with your database, how often are you, for example, emailing? Uh, and what are you saying? Well, so currently with the database, we're, we're getting ready to roll out. We're starting another company called Hub Home Services. Uh -huh. We're going to be rolling out our own construction maintenance division for our, for our agents and for our company. Um, but what we're doing currently, like we have a movie next month. So we're doing the traditional, invite them all out to a movie, have prizes, all that. We do a, you know, a monthly, we do two monthly videos to them. So I just talk to them about either something happened personally or professionally, something in the market. Um, you know, I just went through a stint with some skin cancer on my nose and on my face. So I just kind of shared with our database of 
the reality of that and why it's important to get checked. And that was yeah. really a, kind of a, a neat interaction with the database because it wasn't, uh, you become real and human. And, yeah, yeah. And you're a little vulnerable, huh? And vulnerable, and, imperfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we have, you know, swim, swimming pools out here. So we do these water watcher tags that, you know, an adult has to wear. And then, you know, they have to watch the pool, say, for 15 minutes. And it gets handed to the deck. My, my point is we're always looking for value. So, so two touches a month. Our agents, we set up after closing that there's four touch. We call it our KIT program, keep in touch four times a year, which is a phone call or handwritten note. Um, and then we do a lot of giveaways. So one of the things that I realized is we were sending out these crappy email newsletters like most agents do that they don't even read and yet yeah. they expect their client to. Yeah. So we started doing like giveaways. So like like the Arizona Diamondbacks will give away tickets, the Phoenix Suns, um, you know, pumpkin patch thing, like local stuff that we can get coupons for so that they have to open our emails because there's actually something for them in there. There's value. I just gave away a week in San Diego at my timeshare. Um, we gave away a week, a couple, uh, two months ago to Big Bear for a week. So I try to find things that create that engagement with the database where it's not always, do you want to sell your home? Who do you know that wants to sell a home? Like that gets, you know, we don't even talk about that. You just, you just talk about what's happening in the market, market updates, things like that. And so it keeps it uh, just like I would want if I was being marketed to by an agent. Yeah. Go, oh, yeah. What would be that? So we'll send out, like we just sent out um, uh, coupons for an air conditioning company to come service your property, which was about $20 less than the going rate. And he had to go hire someone. He got blown up. I mean, our database <laughs> responded because it was like, hey, thanks for reminding me it's time. And that, which, uh, it's just and that doesn't really cost you anything, hey? It cost me nothing. And my yeah. logo was on it, the coupon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that coupon idea. That's that's a real value add, and people appreciate that. And sometimes it's little stuff. Dairy Queen will give us a little coupon for summer, and we'll send those out. And hey, download your coupon. And you know, for those that are local, obviously a value. For those who aren't, but the idea is, it's it's always going. We have to always look at our true north and say, is this is this adding value to people, or are we asking them for something without giving anything? And yeah. We're always trying to look to give. Uh, yeah. We did a financial summit. Um, about six months ago where we had my CPA, financial planner, self-directed IRA, a mortgage, and our trust attorney. And what was cool is we got all of them to invite their database. We had this big event, financial summit, just on financial awareness. Because a lot of people don't understand that the importance of a family trust and why to set one up or the importance of, did you know you could use your retirement money and go buy an investment property with a yeah. self-directed? So I felt like it was our job to introduce things to them and it was a huge hit. I mean, our CPA got business, our financial planner, because, you know, both of my kids, you know, my two youngest are 17 and 19, and they both have had, they both for a couple of years now have had Roth IRAs. And it's like, guys, if you just put a hundred bucks a month away, you're going to be a millionaire at 64 roughly yeah. depending yeah. on pounds and that. But it was like, it really, it was that value where they went, wow, our, our realtor put that together for us yeah. and offered all these services. So with, you know, with a lot of great feedback. Um, I bet, I bet. Well, you're going, you're going above and beyond. So do you, how does this, all of these ideas, do, do these happen on the run and you just say, Hey, let's do this. Or do you have a monthly planning meeting where you're going to decide your marketing initiatives? How does that work? So we look at it, you know, and our planning, you know, and you start in October. So September, October, start planning for what's, what's 20, you know, budgeting for 2020, for example. Yeah. And right now we're doing two homeowner workshops a month. We'll do probably one movie and then we'll do the different giveaways throughout the year. 
And then we're always looking as, you know, what other technology, what other can we give to them? You know, we looked at this HomeBot thing that gives them their you know, mortgage information and breaks it out different ways and said, okay, that's, let's, let's offer that to them. And we had many, many people sign up for that because it's a little different than just send them a CMA every month that is automated. It, it's, so you're always looking for, is there any tools that we can add? But absolutely. I mean, there's always a budget for, you've got sponsorships we deal with. I mean, all kinds of, everybody wants dollars going out. Yeah. Um, we just measure what's the return on that. In our database yeah. and pass repeat referral is always the number one source of business. It has the highest ROI because all these other companies are buying all these leads at the top of the funnel now. Yeah. So, you know, the idea of getting a lead off pay-per-click anymore, to me, we've just stopped it because it got so bad because you have companies that are buying them at the top and you're spending all this money and time and then you're churning agents because you're not handing out quality, you know, you're actually not handing out a lead, you're actually handing an appointment. Well, if, if you're doing that with Facebook or Zillow or whatever, you call it, on, I call it the lead heroin, right? I mean, you if, if you get off it, it's going to be painful um, and you got to keep spending to do it. So, why not create your own lead machine and, and drive it from, from that, which is exactly what you're doing? Congratulations. Well, I think that's awesome. Well, Gary Keller's always preached to us, you know, he who controls the lead source controls the lead. Uh-huh. And so you start looking at your business and you look back and you go, remember Facebook or uh, Craigslist was a, a lead generator for a while. Well, that changed. You know, Zillow was a lead generator. Well, that changed because then they started changing prices and how many agents. And so if you don't control your lead source, you're suspect to whatever the market does. And that, that's when they start to control pricing and everything else. But like we geographically farm, so we do a newsletter every month since 2001, and we are marketing-based. So people are calling us to come list their property, and we built a business within the community. And I think the difference is, is people just think they can buy leads on Facebook and all that, and so they get a bunch of leads, but there's no conversion from it. They don't ever do anything. And we've got the situation now where Zillow is becoming a real estate agent. So they'll be the, they'll be the seller's agent. They'll be taking that two and a half or 3% and, uh, and cutting out the people that have been supporting them uh, all these years. I love the way they work, eh? Wow. Yes, yes. And, and, and the most embarrassing part is we funded the whole project. Yep, yep, 100%, 100%. And, and my all-time favourite, uh, Kenny, the, uh, the Zestimate, Right, that that says uh, that says the house is worth six hundred, but it's only worth five fifty, and the poor old seller clings to the six hundreds estimate, and the agent can't get a result. Right, I mean, what a joke! Seriously. Well, not only that, but they're not even using this estimate to buy their own properties through their iBuyer program. So, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, I heard a long time ago that Zillow and this estimate is just like the Dear Abby of real estate. It's for yeah. entertainment purposes, and that's yeah. about it. That's what we tell yeah. our clients. So. Tell me, um. What's your biggest challenge in your business right now? What What's you know, the number think, one problem? What do you think about when you get out of bed? Well, I think it's it's the technology and, and what continue to we wake up to every day with something new going on and, and how they're trying to steal the consumer. When you talk about, you know, Open Door says, well, we're prepared to lose money for 10 years to gain market share and they have the money to do it. We can't compete at that level and, as an individual agent. So it's uh, what what are we doing to to do so much for our client that we don't give them a reason to go anywhere else that if they have a question about that, they call us, but there's a ton of pressure on commissions for the future because people can go on electronically, do a lot of the transaction. They can get a lot of the data. So I think, you know, if I get paid X percent and I got to do all I used to do, that was a lot of work. 
Yeah. I may yeah. get paid a little bit less, but I'm doing a lot less work. So I have to make it up in volume. So yeah. you have to remember we get, we get attached to say a two and a half, three percent number or whatever per side, that number may go down a little, but the workload should follow that. And yeah. so it means we should have time to do more volume. And if you've got a, you know, if you've got an eye buyer, they're cash. There's no appraisal. They close when you want. I mean, you talk about the stress of getting someone under contract, finding them a new house, simultaneously closing, and then the lender doesn't fund on the first one. You mm-hmm. got to rearrange movers and all all that excitement. That all goes away. Yeah. So you talk about the speed and the ease of a transaction. There is some value there. We just yeah. have to understand we're going to need to stay in between tech and use them as a tool for our clients instead of become the tool. Yep. Yep. I so you. I really think that's a, a no, big thing for people to think about. Say it as often as you want. I think it's a really important point, um, a, a, a vital point. So, so what what you're telling me is that you're looking for the ways to 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 gain more and to strengthen existing relationships, and you're also looking at um, the full services. I, I imagine you're involved in staging um, and and the whole setup preparation, um, helping them with uh, moving estimates, uh, relocation. The whole works, so you're becoming a, a full a full service realtor, and and, and that's honestly I think what separates us. I've always I, I, my nature has always been I can't help it. I can't overlook something. I need to go. Well, yeah. let's get your carpets cleaned. I've got a yeah. carpet. Let's get your yeah. house clean. Your windows clean. We need screens fixed. Whatever it is, I just think more and more agents are going to have to build that bandwidth or yeah. join. I think you're going to see a lot of mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. Not only companies, but I think teams are going to merge just from scale. Because you're gonna you're gonna have to reduce your cost of sale. I mean, the yeah. cost of sales going up, and you've got to find a way to combat that. And yeah. I think that's through through scale and through pure pure numbers, because we can leverage those dollars to add more to our teams, more services. So our agents just have to plug into this platform. Yeah, yeah. Let let me ask you a final question, and and, and thank you so much for your time. I, I know you have got a webinar after this, so I'll I'll let you go and prepare. But but thank seriously, thank you so much. Um, you've been That's very so generous awesome. with your time, man. It's awesome. Um, I love you know it's it's interesting because we talk about spreading the message to our database uh-huh. of what's happening in the market. I feel like as agents, we need to be working with each other to say, yeah. guys, start connecting. Like we started iBuyer Hub on Facebook as just a Facebook group so that I can try to connect agents throughout the country that are dealing with this to start understanding how to compete in an iBuyer market as well as what are you doing to market? What are they doing in your market? Because we are so disconnected as an industry where they are all connected. Zillow is only Zillow. That's their mission. Open Door is only Open Door. OfferPad is only... Keller Williams has a bunch of independent contractors all competing amongst each other. We're not, you know, so as an industry... We've got to start uniting a little bit to say to leverage our resources, and and really, it's a contact sport, right? You're going to keep hearing that term. We have to yep. get out and see more people. Like yep. you got to put on your uniform, you know, branded shirt. Like go out and be professional, dress professional, and and earn the right that people go. I couldn't have done that without having a real yep. estate agent. Yeah. And once that happens, technology is just a tool to help people facilitate the transaction. Yeah. My 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 final question: What what would you tell the Kenny Klaus who's who's just starting in real estate? If he came to you and and said, "I want to buy your coffee. I'm starting in real estate. Give me some advice. Tell me what to do." What would you tell him? Man, that uh, first I was just like, you just it's it's this uh, whirlwind in your head. Like, first of all, I'm, my own daughter's thinking about getting it, even though she's in nursing school, just to have it. I'm like, well, if you get it, maybe to do some flips with me, but. 
I'm very worried about the future of it. It, it. You know, I think it's a very interesting future that we're in. So I would say, you know, you've got to, you've got to make sure that you have, you know, CRM, something to start putting people into and adding value immediately. You know, I started doing business and then later tried to catch up and you missed a lot of people that I didn't get their information. Or I didn't put into a system. I was just happy to get a sale. Yeah. So I think, you know, having a system to start putting the data into, I would get trained and educated way more than what the industry, you know, the barrier of entry to get into real estate is obviously so easy because it's a membership business for yeah. NAR and all those guys. So I would get with someone who would actually train you, whether it's on your own or jumping into a team environment and really understanding that you've got to be full service. You've got to know the, the product you're selling. And so I think understanding what, what does it take to build a house? What's in the walls? What's in the attic? Like, so that you can actually advise the client of what they're buying. Most people yeah. just point out the granite or the tile flooring. Or you've got to know why this affects this or the type of windows or, you know, why the landscape, you don't want to pick the planet too close to the house because of termites. Or you've got to be able to walk through a house and not point out the obvious because we've already lost search. CMAs, yeah. again, online's trying to do all those. Yeah. But we have the foot soldiers. And so I think from an agent perspective, you're going to have to go in knowing that you're your number one asset and you're going to have to grow every single day to get better so that you can better serve people. Because the days of just having a license, I think in the next 24 months, at least in the next couple of years, um, you're going to see a lot of that membership drop yeah. off because it's yeah. going to be a ton of work for a low margin. Yeah, low I agree. I and think I a lot. I hope not, but that's how I, that's how I see it. I, I think, and we've been saying this for a while, I think, uh, I think it's already happening. I think a lot of, a lot of agents are going to get caught napping. I mean, you know, you go back 20 years and we had the part-timers uh, that would do, do one deal a year. And still in the USA, um, with close to 2 million agents unofficially, I think, I think the latest stat was less than 45,000 agents in that 2 million are doing more than 25 deals a year. I oh, mean, I that's, that's totally one-sided, isn't it? So... It's yep. a crazy industry. Kenny, how do we get in touch with you? How do we reach out? What's the best um, way? So for one, I would encourage people, if you're in a market or it's coming, you know, go on Facebook, join iBuyer Hub. Um, we're on Facebook under Klaus Team. And then, you know, for me, just personally, it's just Kenny at KlausTeam.com. Okay. And, um, it's K-L-A-U-S, guys. Yep. Just uh -huh. like Santa Claus with a K. Yep. Uh -huh. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Uh, well, um, thank you so much. I'm, I'm going to post those links into the show notes. Uh, any final words of advice? And it's, uh, the opportunity is still as big as it's ever been. And I really believe that there's market share to be had if you're, you know, you're consumer centric, you're, you're doing everything you can to add value and you're working to get better. There's still, it's still, it's not like taking an Uber or booking a hotel room. This is still a life event for people. Yeah. Yeah. And they want someone to guide them through the process. We just have to become better guides. A lot of times yeah. when I teach a class, I will say, how did you get your real estate? How did you get into real estate? And there'll be 40, 50, 60 people in a room. And close to half will be because when I bought my own house, I was like, well, that was easy. And they made yeah. 10 grand, made eight yeah. grand. And I talked to them a few times. That's the perception sometimes versus the other, which is being engaged and let them go tell people about you. Yeah. And so yeah. I think the opportunity is still solid. I think we got a, a good run ahead of us. I just think the onesie twosies are gonna are gonna be really challenged if they don't offer full service. Yep. Yep. I, I think you might be I think you might be right. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been an absolute blast to catch up. 
Um, and uh, I actually I actually caught a, di- a Diamondbacks uh, game back in uh, back in February. That's a baseball team for those of you who don't know. And um, and they're not too bad. How are they doing this season? What happened? They're all right. They're, uh, yeah. they're they had a little you know they go through these little spurts like a lot of teams, but they're definitely uh, improved over last year so far. So and of course we got the uh, Toronto Raptors versus yes. the uh, Golden State Warriors from. Um, from Oakland in California, coming up for Game Three. I think is it tonight or tomorrow? Something like that. Tomorrow, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're all pulling for Toronto out here. So, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, there's something about that other team. It's just too stacked, and uh, I like uh, I like Kawhi what he's trying to do, and um, and and they're playing as a team. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully they can. Uh, at least keep it keep it exciting. So. Well, I I know my fellow countrymen would be uh, would be rooting for Golden State with uh, seven foot of Andrew Bogut from Melbourne um, <laughs> playing very well. He had a very good game the other night. Yes. So uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting times. Yep. Thanks so much, man. It's been a blast, uh, and I look forward to keeping in touch. You got it. Thanks, Ray. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks, um, Kenny. Bye-bye. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.